Welcome to another episode of the Sales is Simple podcast, where sales stands for set yourself apart, ask the right questions, land them on the perfect offering, explain your value proposition, and set up the next sale. I'm your host, Amon Jamison, and today we'll be talking about asking the right questions. Now, today's episode is going to be short and sweet because me and my wife were traveling last week in celebration of our wedding anniversary. First of all, I would like to thank Hooper198521 and Keisha107 for the five-star reviews on iTunes last week. Keisha107 wrote, I've had a lot of sales training over the years, but this podcast is just what you need to be reminded of how simple the sales process really is. It was eye-opening and inspired me to revamp my sales process with my team and look at areas of improvement. Thanks a lot, Keisha107, and I want you all to feel the same way after every single episode. So wouldn't it be nice if people just told you straight up what it is they really wanted or needed so you could save both them and you time? The challenge with that is there have been and continues to be way too many non-professionals that have taken advantage of others. That is why setting yourself apart is so important. Because only after you've set yourself apart can you then ask the right questions, which will give you a blueprint of what the other party ideally wants and or needs. Now, the objective of asking the right questions is to genuinely get the outcome that is most beneficial for the other party. Notice I said genuinely. Remember, the best way to get what you want is to get others what they want. You must understand that you have something to offer that will make someone's life better. And the only way to effectively get it to them is to ask the right questions. So remember, at this point, you have already set yourself apart enough to allow you to have some sort of interaction with the other party, whether that be in person, online, via text, instant message, email, or on the telephone. So let's take a look at two scenarios. Scenario number one, we'll take a bartender who is about to serve someone that walks in and wants to get a drink after a hard day's work. And in scenario two, we're going to be looking at a guest who walks onto a car lot. So tip number one, the first thing to consider is to be conversational, not to treat it like a police interrogation. Nobody likes to be asked a barrage of questions. The bartender may genuinely ask, how's it going? And the way the answer is given may determine whether they want a stiff drink or just something to take the edge off. The salesperson could ask a question that would also set them apart. What vehicle have you already researched that I can show you? Imagine how that will be received rather than the typical, boring, and generic, how can I help you? Tip number two, closed-ended versus open-ended questions. As some of you may be well aware, a closed-ended question is one that usually requires a one-word answer. An example would be, who will be the main driver of this car? An open-ended question requires more of an explanation for an answer, therefore sparking conversation. They usually start with how or why. They could even be in the form of a statement. An example would be, tell me what made you inquire about that particular drink. You want to have a mix of both throughout the interaction. Closing-ended questions move you quickly, while open-ended questions slow down the pace of the conversation. Now, I'm sure you want to be non-salesy. So one way to do that is to ask more open-ended questions than closed-ended questions. Tip number three, you want to get in the habit of asking more questions about who they are versus what you are trying to sell them on. Internally Mirandize the client. I know that may sound weird, but think about it like this. First of all, you have the right to remain silent. So make sure the other party talks more than you do. We've all heard the saying, you have two ears and one mouth, right? 
The next part of the Miranda rights is anything they say can and will be used later. So think about if they tell you their kids' names, their favorite sports team, the last vacation they went on. All those things will be used later on to help you get them through to the end of the transaction. A good icebreaking question that was employed by a friend of mine named Ernest is, where are you from originally? This is a great opening to question that can spark genuine conversation about who they are, especially if you have some personal experience with their hometown. The reason this works particularly well for him is due to his genuine interest in talking about their place of origin. So it can work for you as well. Tip number four. At this point, you might be asking yourself, how many questions do I ask? I like to look at it like a process of elimination. You have a selection of offerings to provide, so you want to ask the right amount of questions to narrow down the choices until you can assist them with making the right decision. For example, the bartender may ask, what type of drink do you usually prefer? If they say sweet, you can eliminate all the sour cocktails. If they say they prefer dark liquor, there goes all the drinks with white liquor in them. If the salesperson asks, how many passengers do you usually carry, and they say five, you wouldn't show them a two-door car, right? So to recap, tip number one, be conversational. Tip number two, ask more open-ended questions than closed-ended questions. Tip number three, find out more about them than about what you're trying to sell them. And tip number four, make sure you ask the right amount of questions to land them on a perfect offer. By not asking the right questions, you run the risk of not getting a yes. Let me give you an example. Back in 94, my dad was looking for a new car and had settled on either a Buick LeSabre or a Toyota Camry. He had done research on both, test drove them both, and ended up with the LeSabre for one reason. Because he could smoke a cigarette and drink his coffee at the same time while he was on his daily work commute. See, the Camry's ashtray was directly below the cup holder. So if he put his coffee in the cup holder... He couldn't put his cigarette in the ashtray. A Toyota salesperson never asked my dad to tell me about your daily commute. If he had, he might have been able to offer a solution, which would have caused my dad to buy the Camry, since that was his only issue with the product. So don't be like the Toyota salesperson and make sure you always ask the right questions. Thank you to all those who have already subscribed. If you haven't, go ahead and click that subscribe button right after this episode so you always know when I have released new content. Also appreciate reading your comments and questions, so leave yours in the review today. If you work with a team or have friends and family that do, share this podcast with them. They can find it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. And always remember, the best way to get what you want is by giving others what they want.